Hello guys, you are now tuned in to Carrie B Real Spill. Who better than yo? Who better than yo? Who better than yo? Who better than yo? Who better than me? Who better than us? I'm like in the sky. Yo, 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 it's your boy, Shiz, CBT, giving you the realest of the spill. Tap in. This is Carrie B in the place to be. <laughs> it's your girl, Shay. We're keeping it real in the spill. All right. How is everybody week? Still going good on lockdown in the crib. We're living this quarantine life. Yeah, the struggle yeah. is real. The struggle is really real. Everybody's kind of been working from home and going out to the stores, single file line, one at a time. <laughs> it's kind of aggravating, but you know this this is the life we we're in right now. So, I guess um, the topic of tonight is going to be self awareness. But um, first, we're going to get into the latest spill with Monet. <laughs> Kim and Cookie. Rain, rain. Say hello, Cookie. Hello. Girl, I got something to tell you. Spill it, girl. Spill it. What's up, y'all? My name is Monet, and I'm bringing you a little tea with a side of bullshit. Now, this past Friday, the baby released a new project titled Blame It On Baby, and social media been lighting his ass up. I think we all can agree this shit is some mid, and it ain't got no bop in it, despite having an impressive guest list featuring Megan Thee Stallion, Roddy Rich, Future, and more. Fans have, however, started gravitating towards a track called Nasty, which samples Ashanti's baby and even features Megan Thee Stallion. Take a listen. Put it in damn near nutty. He know he made it. He fucking on Megan. He's driving his last hoe crazy. I like to talk shit when I fuck. I need a rough nigga like the baby. When he hit the city, he gon' tap in. He gon' fly me out to put it back in. I ain't tripping when a nigga pull my hat because he gon' pay for it to put it back in. I put one leg on the headboard, leave the other leg on the mattress. Look down at him while he's smacking. Get them headshots like an actress. Okay, I think we all can agree this is definitely one of the better tracks on the uh, album. So y'all let me know what y'all think. Maybe the rest of the songs just need time to grow on us. But y'all let me know if we keeping it or sweeping it now if you haven't been paying attention social media has been in a hilarious frenzy after a clip from the latest episode of wild and out surfaced on the wild style battle emmanuel hudson finally got his day of vengeance against youtuber spoken reasons now if you remember the two collabed on a video back in 2012 called asking all them questions which now has over 66 million views Following the video, we never saw much of the pair again until Wild and Out aired this past Thursday, and all the beef was settled. Now, it was a clear setup for spoken reasons, as DJ D. Wreck was hitting the buzzer on all of this nigga's jokes, and even the Red Squad taking turns getting on his ass before Emmanuel finally put the nail in the motherfucking coffin. Take a listen. Hold on, Emmanuel. Hold on. Hold on, Emmanuel. One thing, one thing, just to get this. During asking all them questions, I took the wheel. You played the bitch. Ooh. He said he was cool. E-Man has spoken reasons. Here we go. You want to tell the people why we never did another video? Five years. Tired of being merciful. Nick, I know this is wild style, but this one is personal. Y'all remember asking all them questions? Yeah. You know it came with a big check. Until he snatched it from me. Then he went missing and started acting funny. Uh-huh. He did a movie doing comedy, you know, acting funny. Uh-huh. To tell the truth, Nick, I really want to smack this dummy. Uh-huh. But you telling me to chill. Questions with small change. I'm still spending she ratchet money. Now listen. Act stupid. 
I know you mad, Clueless. The only reason why you on this show because my name is attached to it. So I'm going to put you in your place. Your most viewed video shows nothing but my face. So tell the people right now before I get mad and start to rise. You got a chance to clear your name right now. Apologize. Yikes, bitch. I don't know about y'all, but I have secondhand embarrassment. Spoken Reasons most definitely gonna cry in the car. And I don't know if it was either Conceited or Hitman Holla that wrote this for Emmanuel. I don't even give a fuck because that nigga's delivery was flawless. Hopefully the pair was able to shake hands after the show, although the streets are saying they got into a little scuffle, but I don't have receipts on that, so we're not gonna go with it. Now, in other what-the-fuck news, Rashida and Kirk Frost found themselves in hot water following the recent episode of Love and Hip Hop. Lil Dumb and Dumber celebrated a 20-year wedding anniversary and were just reminiscing on being married for that long, and fans sounded off. One Twitter user claimed they are not goals whatsoever, which I agree, sorry, not sorry, and another Twitter user stated Kirk allegedly adopted Rashida at age 15, had relations with her as a legal parent, then married her at 17 while he was 30. Bitch, talk about messy, damn. Now, Google's your friend, and it's free, and I used it, and I was able to put two and two together. Rashida was born May 25th, 1982, shout out to all my fellow Geminis out there, and the marriage certificate obtained by Gossip of the City shows the pair married December 18th, 1999, making Rashida technically 18 and Kirk 30 years old, very soon to be 31. So there is some truth to the tweet, but the adoption absolutely could not be verified, and I don't play like that, so we're not running with that. Now, Rashida did what she thought was a clapback, although I thought it was dry as fuck, and she's since deleted it. Kirk even uploaded a video completely trashing the claims and defending he and his wife and saying that we all sound dumb. Well, Kirk, you look dumb with them hoop earrings, baby. So either you and Rashida are lying about her age or Google's lying. And I don't know about y'all, but bitch, Google ain't never lied to me. So what y'all think? Let me know. Anyway, I hope y'all are staying safe, clean, and sanitized. Follow me on Twitter at B for Bryson, B-F-O-R-B-R-Y-S-O-N. My name is Monet. I'll see y'all next week. So what did y'all think, guys, about the um, baby album? Have y'all heard it yet? Uh, yeah, I listened to it. I listened to it, uh, straight through. Uh, it's a solid album. I mean, baby, always drop some hot shit. I'm stuck on, uh, fine. I'm still stuck on Find My Way, for real, for real. That's my shit, low key. I don't know if it was just the the video or the song. Like, I think it was both of them going hand yeah. in hand. Like, honestly, like, I, the video was phenomenal. Like, hands down, like, I, I, I love the fact that they're getting back into doing music videos. Like, not many people been doing that. So, I, right. I really feel like Baby brought that back. So, most definitely. Yeah, he yeah, definitely just, did that video. Yeah, it was phenomenal. B. Simone did her thing. Baby girl! <laughs> mm. Definitely giving her some highlight there. I I definitely like it. They, they set know? it up nicely, too, though. Everybody was, everybody was thinking they was they they tied they uh they was going together at one point because uh they he released that photo on Instagram, but it was Absolutely. really towards the the video. Oh yeah, and she got a crush on the baby. She yeah, so everything. Absolutely, and um she did a little promo um on that 
you know, on the album as well because she she puts a, a picture where he was holding her butt or whatever. So I, I see what they done there. Like, I had to go back. I looked at tattoos and all. Like, I was like, wait, is that his tattoo? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> just doing details. Um, being a spy. But, um, yeah, definitely with some, you know, key, you know, details for pro- promo for sure. Um, how y'all feel about um, Kirk and Rashida? Shayra, I know you probably watch Love and Hip Hop a little bit. I watch Love and Hip Hop, and I'm definitely on Twitter where everybody was, Rashida was the topic. They were saying, you know, Kirk was pulling the R. Kelly that he adopted her, and he was with her when she was like 15, 16, and he was like 20-something. Yeah. So, I guess in order for them to get married, he would have had to adopt her. Mm. And, yeah, so... Supposedly, she like 38 and he like 51. Rewind that back. He was a grown man when she was a kid. Absolutely. It's a 13 age uh, gap there. But, you know, like I said, I never, like Monet said, for real, like she never seen the actual proof him adopting her or anything like that but I will say like you know it's definitely some questions there but him to go on this little rant on social media I don't know it's just kind of to me it's an underlying you know situation with them y'all been together 20 years like what y'all explaining for like that's our relationship you know exactly and to each his own mm-hmm. oh, I don't no. watch that shit but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah all that all that He'll <laughs> say one thing about it though, like, and I'm gonna just let this sit right here. Um, her uh, last baby mama, Jasmine, Jasmine Blue, um, she's 27. So, yeah, um, Kirk got to yes. be 50. He got a trend. Mm-hmm. He has, like, this is a thing for him. But, hey, but let's get into our topic, guys, about self-awareness. What do self-awareness mean to you guys? Oh, um, just uh, being aware of your surroundings, of your feelings and your emotions, um, and what's going on in, in life. And just- the same, being true to yourself. Um, knowing about yourself, mm-hmm. what you want out of life, what you want out of other people, definitely self-aware is just mostly being true to yourself, in my opinion. And I would say for me, um, being self-aware is just being able to identify what's for me and what's not for me. Being able to say yes and no, like, uh, to something that you just don't want to do. Um, and basically just living like in your truth like to me like you know a lot of people find it hard to you know go hard for themselves because they're trying to you know make somebody else happy so it's just like my thing is making sure that I'm able to wake up in the morning living for my purpose versus living for somebody else you know and I wouldn't say that applies to like kids getting up for a job that you got to go to because you know it's sacrifices that have to be made but I would definitely say getting up, being unhappy to someone or for something that you're not really wanting to do, I feel like it's always room to gr- for growth and you have to be aware of that. Who would you guys say inspire you? Your Who's your role model? Shayra. What's, who's your role model, Shayra? Yo, my role model is me. Mm. Okay. Talk that shit now. <laughs> okay. Since we're so self-aware right now. I'm aware of myself. I got so many. How can I choose one? I'm gonna have to marinate on that. Marinate on it. Um, I would say, I would say my my role model would be my mother. 
Yeah. My mother, because you know I mean she's a she I mean she raised two kids by I mean by mostly by herself, you know what I'm saying? And then when she was diagnosing diagnosed with ALS, it was like I saw a strong woman become an even stronger woman, you know what I'm saying? So it was like it kind of motivated me. Like I can, I can get through any situation. Like always be optimistic through any any situation, because you know I mean you can get through it if you have faith and hope. Like she always she always had faith and hope. You know what I mean even when even in her situation, like she couldn't move, she couldn't barely talk. But I mean she she always she lived she lived every day that I mean like she could. So I, I would choose my mother. That's my top role model. That's real. It's definitely real. You know. It's it's like, you know, watching somebody go through something and you not being able to just understand, fully understand, help understand. It, it's right. even one of those things. It's just like, you know, um, it's touchy. It's touchy. Like, it's just one of those. Right. Yeah. And that's why as parents, it's so important to, like, mold your children into the people, you know, you would have them to be. Because when roles reverse, you want a person in your corner looking out for you with your best interest the same way a parent would do for their child. So for people out there not doing, it's like, what do you expect in the end when it comes back on you? I would say my role model, um, stand on Steve Harvey. Like Steve Harvey is my guy right now. Like I did a, a vision board um, since we've been quarantined and I worked on a vision board and I really used like 20 magazines to really get deep deep dive into you know my life i saw that that was cute yeah oh cute okay mm-hmm. look cute cute cute, cute. <laughs> <laughs> i hear that look cute oh uh, that's just <laughs> great so what you talking about <laughs> <laughs> talk about my shit <laughs> talk your shit but um yeah I, I really been working on it for a couple of months um really trying to be detailed with my vision like and you know piggybacking off me saying you know Steve Harvey is my role model like everything that he I'm not gonna say everything he's done in the past but right now it's I see a future for myself in the radio business. I see myself, Mm -hmm. um, you know, being on, like I said, I don't want to be nothing that's just well known. I want to make a difference. That's my purpose. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, if I can touch anybody and everybody to make a difference, like that'll mean everything to me. And it's just like one of those things, like I listen to like, you know, him saying he jumped and it's kind of hard to just jump out there just to quit your job like he you know his story is phenomenal how he said um one day he made fifty dollars you know off telling jokes and the next day he went and you know quit his job and it's just like man mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he definitely believes yeah, in absolutely gotta take that leap you, you definitely have to take that leap but you know it, it's kind of you know, as we get older, it's kind of hard to just step out there like that. But I will say, you know, take the necessary steps by investing in yourself, by, you know, um, doing something every day for yourself to get towards your goal. And that's what I've been doing. Like, you know, you can't set these goals out and not work for them. So, and I, I honestly believe, like, he's he's doing it. And it took him a while to get there, but who said, you know, it was going to be easy? And who said it's a time frame on everything? Like, this, I feel like society puts a number on everything. And that sucks. 
That's yeah, up. never put a time frame on anything. Shit never will go the way it's supposed to go in your head. Oh, it's always yeah. always gonna be a bump in the road. Always gonna be an obstacle. You always gotta you just gotta keep on going. Absolutely, you know. When I mean, when you say keep going, people don't realize like nobody ever talks about the struggle they go through. Like you know, mm-hmm. everybody see you know you going through it, you building your you, you know your business or whatever, but nobody see you know working hard. Nobody see you staying up late night. You know, having two kids right now. It's like nobody see you you know going to the emergency room with the babies when they sick and all of that. Like. Yeah, they see the glitz they and do. the glamour. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, they look nice in their Easter outfit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But my thing is, they they did look nice. Thank you. Absolutely. But um it just it kills me to know like, you know, them late nights, you know, you know, crying yourself to sleep to fit mm. trying to find a way. And it's just like, you know, people be like, Man, you know, I and you got it made, but just like, man, you don't know what I go through. Like, never put yourself in other people's shoes wanting their life. Like, people, like, sure. people kill me. With never that. compare. No, never compare. Like, never judge a book by its cover. Like, and I feel like a lot of people do that, you know, within life. You know, I'm like, man, she got it made trying to figure out the next man pocket but she you don't know she's stealing you don't know she got a you know a booze you don't know yeah and you don't know what they did to get no absolutely not yeah for sure but my role model really is me okay all right that's what it can be it can be i I had to think about it i would say with me i do have like people out that inspire me but just as far as like my background like i was a teenage mom you know daughter straight out of high school and it wasn't like the plan to go to a four-year school and do all that, but I still ended up going to school, you know, mm. getting my, you know, certificate and everything and medical assistant. I was able to work, provide for my daughter, provide a life for us, despite, you know, people not thinking, you know, based off the way I was brought up, it just wouldn't seem like I would be the one mm. to kind of go that way. But I definitely had to put my big girl you know, undies on and step up and you know, she definitely inspired me to make moves to support us and beat the odds. You know, most definitely. So I I gotta set the tone so she knows like no matter what people may say or even what you might think about yourself sometime, like you can do it mm-hmm. if you put your mind to it. You can do it, put your mind to it. You can do it, put your mind to it. No, no, we're not talking about that. <laughs> not back. Yeah, no, not that's bad. the remix. Okay. Yeah, damn. All right, I felt that way. Like, yo. <laughs> okay, the, uh, that, that's the wait, wait a minute. Look, what about that fight with Q, though? <laughs> Who fighting? Who fighting? You remember Q? Like, that ain't even his name. That's just you know Q from Moesha? Moesha. Uh, yeah, I remember Q from Moesha, yeah. Yeah, he got in the fight on Say the Last Dance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. They had to hear you okay, to get okay. out of there. They had to fake it. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's another, t- that's another topic. Like, I love that movie, for real, for real. But, um, yeah, man. I, Shara, I, I will say this, you know, I don't say it at all, probably, but you know, you inspire me. Like, you're a pretty dope person. Like, from the time I met you to now, like, you always had that energy. I probably was mean to you at first, but uh, 
You were so mean to me. Mm. I'm so glad we're friends now because, yeah, KB, you was mean. <laughs> I wouldn't say I was mean. I, I I have a habit of showing tough love. Like it's one of those things. Like Showtime. Like let me just go ahead and drop the spiel. Like mm. she came to me. Drop that spiel. <laughs> Drop that, drop that, drop that, drop that speed. So she came to me needing help all the time at work. And it's just like, it was two other people that could help her. And she always wanted me to help But her. she was black. She mm, was the black girl. Okay. Okay. So I'm black like, girl. I'm going to go to the black girl. So she came to me. And I already knew she needed something. But she was always scared to ask me. So I was going to make her ask me. And I already knew what she needed before. You probably looked at me. But go ahead. Probably. That's just a look. But don't assume. Mm-hmm. Don't judge a book by its <laughs> You see how yeah. aggressive that yeah, is? Yeah, that's just a look. But my thing is, <laughs> don't judge a book by its cover. Like, I feel like, you know. And I didn't. I would come to her and I would say, hey, um, I need help. And she like, just spit it out. What you need? And I'm like, okay. Um. <laughs> but I, I was persistent and I still kept coming around her even though she went off on me. And eventually she just got used to it. And, but my thing I'm, is, I'm a BS. <laughs> but what she used to do show what used to aggravate me yeah you know I'm new so I don't know at this point you know to keep coming to me so you need to figure it out <laughs> like but at the same time it wasn't she really needed my help and I didn't mind helping her because nobody else was going to help her and I was the one that kind of knew everything yeah she knew everything she just wanted to be mean it, it was no excuse you know we can talk about this all night it was no excuse and you know we good I felt like you judged a book by his covers <laughs> talking about mm-hmm. I was mean like I, I'm not mean by far I just okay. I just don't accept your bullshit <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit rather <laughs> oh lord that. help me um so speaking about mean, what makes you angry? What like aggravates you? Selfish people. Mm, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that one because that's yeah, that aggravates me too. I agree. I agree. And people that don't take accountability. Mm. Mm. Okay. A double. Mm. They like who me? I did that. What? Huh? Yeah, you. We talking about you? Mm. I would say me. Um, somebody that don't do what they say they're gonna do like that aggravates me like what about it triggers you though like with the accountability shay 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 i just i guess i'm a person like constructive criticism you got to be able to own everything about you with the self-aware you like it's gonna be some stuff that could need some mending but some people when you tell them things about themselves to kind of help them or move them forward they can't accept it it's like you cannot grow if you don't see stuff you know, for what it is and try to work on it. And at the same token, it got to be real. It has to be from somebody you trust because it's haters out there. People will tell you things to kind of put you down. But if it's somebody in your corner that really supports you, that's real with you, and they come to you with something, be accountable. Listen to it. Try to grow from it. Talk to that person. Mm -hmm. If you're an adult and you got real people in your life, listen to them because sometimes those people really mean what's best for you and you got to be willing to receive it. Mm. I, I feel you on that, you know. I, I would say constructive criticism. You're right about that. Like, it depends on who it's coming from. Exactly. Like, and I'm big on delivery. So, like, I, I will say I don't take constructive criticism very well. Only because, well, I haven't in the past. Only because it depends on who it's coming from and what place it's coming from from somebody. Like, yes. it might mean well, but... 
you know, the delivery, I feel like, are you coming at me on some, let me try to help you, or are you coming at me on some, let me just see how you go take it, and I'm going to just leave it at that. So I feel like when you come to somebody with that constructive criticism, have something to bring to the table with it to help them better than Oh, yeah. And that's what I don't like. Like, don't come to me. If you don't have a better solution for this, like, I feel like, what are we talking about this for? That's, yeah, that's just, just my your, personal. Yeah. Come, come, come like, with solutions. Don't come with problems. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, those solutions, True. I feel like, you know, it's going to nip it in the bud. Because my thing is, if I feel like I'm right and you feel like you're right, mm. we, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody. Yeah, the impasse. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and if it's coming from a good place, they will have a solution because that's the whole reason why they're coming to you. Like, mm. hey, I think it'd be better if such and such and such. You know how to separate the real from the fake. True. And most people do. Like, you know when somebody's coming to you on some some hater shit, they mm-hmm. try to keep you down. But if it's somebody you really rock with and you know what's going on, kind of be open to it. And even if you don't agree at first, you know, like, mm, I don't know about that. You got to sit there, kind of self-evaluate and be like, all right, maybe, you know, they was on to something. Maybe I should, you know, and just like accountability, responsibilities, like all of that. Like people that don't handle their responsibilities, that's a no-no for me. Like if you got oh, stuff you yeah. got to handle, like you say, Jazz, say what you mean, mean what you say, do it. You know, don't come up with a whole bunch of excuses on why you can't do something, handle it. Mm. That responsibility, yeah, <laughs> that, that hit Handle like, it. Like responsibility, <laughs> that that might be everything to me too, Shayra. Like you gave me a yeah. whole nother topic right there. I'm sorry. No, that's I thank you. Like <laughs> responsibility, like people not handling their responsibility, that that aggravates me. Like, yo, what's wrong with you? Like you got things to do. Like you got kids out here to feed. Like what's up? Like handle your business. Like handle you can't it. be out here balling out. When you got kids to feed, like, I can't stand somebody that's standing outside the club or doing this and doing that. When Priorities. <laughs> Priorities. Come on. You right. On. Priorities. Come on. Cut me off. Cut yeah. me off. Save it. Because I, I go in. <laughs> like, nah. But, I, yeah, you're right. Prioritize. Like, that's important. Mm-hmm. But um, so what you say you were, like, selfish? Like, what aggravates you about the selfish person? Because, yeah, I could definitely... Agree with that. Um, I would say I'm a, I'm a giver. You know what I'm saying. So when I when I'm in a relationship, I'm a give. You know what I'm saying. So if I'm if I'm trying to help a person out or whatever, you know what I mean. And and if I'm if I'm in that time of need, don't be selfish. KB, go ahead. Your turn. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you speaking on relationships. Right. You can jump in on a relationship. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jump in. Yeah. If you with somebody and you know a relationship is a partnership. So it got to go both ways. You got to lift up the other person when they fall. So if you the kind of dude in a relationship, you holding your chick down, you there for her, definitely. When you fall in the space, she should be right there to hold you up because that's what a partner is. They're going to be by your side no matter what. And if they not, then that's not a partner. That's, that's not real. You want to be with anyway. So you definitely right with that selfishness and a relationship. It, it got to go both ways. These days, chicks be all about what a dude can do for them. Mm-hmm. And in reality, mm-hmm. a real woman going to be able to handle her own and help her man in need. Facts. I'm more, I'm more, I'm more, so, I'm more so willing, thinking about what I can bring to the table, more I can, what I can get. You know what I'm saying? So Exactly. Absolutely. It go I both ways. Agree. I definitely agree with you on that. Like, when you said you're a giver, like, it's crazy because I am too, but I feel like people don't be understanding that. Like, when you give... 
I, I feel like they expect you to keep doing that. And sometimes it gets old. Like, my thing is, what can you do for yourself? Like, my thing is, don't always expect expect me to do it as well. Like, I feel like right. it should be a give and a take. Like, like you said, that partnership is everything to me. Like, I feel like it should definitely always be a partnership. It don't even have to be explained. Like, if I yeah. call you and be like, yo, let's go out. We shouldn't have to worry about who picking up the tab or whatever, all of that stuff. Like, it should mm-hmm. just be understood. Right. It should be understood. Like, and sometimes you're like, yo, I got it. Like, you know, and, you know, take the back seat on it. Like, I'd rather us argue who go pay over it than somebody just trying to keep this money in their pocket. Like, yeah. it aggravates me. Like, you know, take the lead on some things. Like, but, you know, it's going to be a while, you know, before you – you know, get in that relationship with somebody because people really are selfish. Like they always thinking about themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. True and true indeed. And if you and if you got my back, I, I'm having no problem looking out for you or, or I mean doing things for you because I know I'm gonna get it re- get it back some some sort of way. You know what I'm saying, like if I need it. Mhm. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you need it, and even if you want it, like you know, some people like my thing is if it's your partner. They know what you need. Exactly. They know what you True. Need. And like, it's not you go, always financial. You go sit back and it... no, absolutely. You know, it not. can be absolutely being supportive not. emotionally, you know, just being there for a person. Some people are financial givers. That's their love language. Like they show you through monetary stuff. And mm, other people love language. Yeah, they love mm. language can be okay, I know you tired. Let me do this for you. Let me wash the clothes, wash the dishes, clean the house. Like it's acts of service. So being That's a good somebody, point right there. not just the financial standpoint, because everybody's situation is different. But if you're in a relationship, you should be able to feel your partner, know their needs, and help them with their shortcomings or lift them when they're in a certain space, whether it's financial or physical or emotional, any of that. If you in tune with that person, you will look out for them and help them where they need it, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Especially if you had a long day at work, work ain't what it need to be, and then you have to come home and be unhappy like man, that <laughs> <is> just... <laughs> like right that like, like, like you already me. at work had to be a whole totally different person for real and then had to be mm-hmm. home become home you want to be yourself you want to be relaxed you know exactly so yeah so. i definitely feel you on that like whew. Ooh, child. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so uh so how what else so doing? how do y'all recover from failure like how do y'all react to that? Like, how do y'all bounce back from failure? Um, me personally, with failure, I always try to uh, map out what I did wrong mm-hmm. in the situation, um, and what I can do better. Like, you know, me failing at something, it don't always necessarily mean, um. You know, I fail and I'm not going to be able to get back up and try again. It's more so I'm going to get back up, but I got to do it a different way. I got to take a different approach about it. And to me, like recovering from it, like I I would say really just really take a chill out, like a little time out, like to really regroup. And I I really dive into books. Mm. Like I like to read to find out how to perfect my craft like anything that I'm working on anything that I failed on like I try to find somebody that has went through that experience before so like to get that knowledge because a lot of people don't realize like knowledge Mm -hmm. is power so to you know not go through it again you really have to 
live off that experience to know that you don't yeah. want to go back there again. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't like that word failure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's like tough. It's like you failed. Um, but definitely, you know, like you were saying, Jazz, you have to take a step back and, um, you know, reevaluate. Anytime I feel I'm in a situation where I didn't do my best or I kind of lost my cool on something, I have like strong people in my life that I talk to and be like, what you think about this? Like you said, talk to people around you and definitely try to figure out a way to, you know, navigate your endeavors to do better. And, and when you say talk to people, it definitely oh, yeah. be oh, yeah. people that you trust because it, it's it's like one of those things, like it be a lot of people around you that's waiting for that downfall. They like, you know, them. Mm. I told you so people like, or them people that never wanted to see you do this anyway. So it's just like, you know, people be like ready to step in as soon as they know you fail. So it's just like, I'm very careful careful on who I share the down prayers oh yeah (laughs) the down for like they really they sitting there in the corner like yo like Mm -hmm. I've been waiting for this like so it's just one of those things like I feel like people people waiting on you to fall but at the same time it might not be a fall it's just like exactly I mean I need to take a different approach like it's a learning lesson so it's different facts, levels. Facts. You always got to turn a failure into a lesson. It's always a lesson in failure. You know what I'm saying? It's always a lesson in a failure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to take that that failure, turn it into a lesson to pinpoint where you messed up at or, or where can you, like you said, baby, where you can do better at. You know what I'm saying? And just turn and this and this level up from there, basically. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What would y'all say something that you achieved that you're mm-hmm. most proud of? Something that I achieved that I'm most proud of is. I would kind of say, and this might sound a little, you know, a little cliche, but anger management, like in the mm-hmm. past, stuff used to get me ticked quick. Um, <laughs> but I learned how to like deal with my emotions, learn how to deal with mm-hmm. people and don't let so much stuff get to me. Like that was a growing thing for me, like accept people for who they are um, and Learn to accept things you can't change because in this world we live in, it's a lot of stuff we just do not have control over. And it's best to just, you know, separate yourself, understand that's what you're dealing with, and, you know, move on. Not letting stuff dwell on you, harboring your spirit and keep you down because the only way you can, you know, keep yourself up is staying positive within yourself. And that was something I had to work on. That's one of my real achievements, like, in real life. (laughs) I honestly say, I can say, you know, except the things that you can't change, that's a hard pill to swallow. I battled that for years. Like, you know, my thing is, I I love to um, try to help people. Like, Like I say, I'm a giver, but I love to help people. But at the same time, everybody can't be helped. Like, they have to be able to help themselves. And I uh, I read a quote the other day, don't fall in love with potential. They can have it, but they, you know, they have to want it for themselves. And I love to try to help people get to where they want to go. But sometimes, you know, people have to help themselves. And you can't change that in people or they can't see what you see um, because they're not trying to. Like, they're not trying to. So I definitely agree with you on that one. I would say something that I've achieved that I'm most proud of overcoming this single mom life honestly it's a tough like, job I didn't know how what when still doing it but it's it's one of those things like 
I just got, I had to learn to take it day by day. Long as they got a roof over their head, clothes on their back, and food to eat, we good. Like, and it's always going to be good as long as you keep that faith. Yeah. Like, and making sure that they, you know, know that, you know, no matter the circumstances, it's always going to be good. Just keeping that faith. Like, you know, you have to, you know, pray with your kids, you know. Teach them right from wrong, but understand it. It's going to be trying times, uh-huh. but, you know, don't trouble don't last me. always. Uh-huh. Now, <laughs> oh, come on now. You got a song for it? Uh-oh. You got a word. Shay Shay coming with the word tonight. <laughs> Woo, I feel that now. Honestly, I would say self-awareness. You know what I'm saying? I I, I would say, like, after my mom, my mom passed, like, I was mm. kind of, like, just running through the running through the stoplights, you know what I mean? Not looking at the signs, I just doing nothing, not not really being self-aware of my motives and my goals, you know what I mean? Cause I, I felt like I was in a, I was in, actually, I was in a, in a depression stage. Past few years kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things, so I'm kind of clear of, of my, of my of my motives and my desires of life right now so and that, that's my focus right now so i i'm i'm, I'm completely aware of what i want to where i want to what i want what i want to do and where i want to be right now so that's real self-awareness is definitely i definitely am aware of what i want basically overall like that's that's my focus of this topic like you know people don't realize how self-aware yeah. they are mm-hmm. until they actually talk about it you know, and, and it's just like, you know, having a topic about self-awareness, it's just, it makes you aware of what you want and who you want to be in life. And my thing is knowing that you're oh, the yeah. person True. that's going to get yourself there. Nobody can. Nobody's not going to help you, period. You. <laughs> For yeah. real. Yeah. Like, you nobody's not going to help you. No, absolutely not. Yes. I don't care if they put a dollar in the pot towards you. You have that final say. You have the control of that dollar, like, once it's given to you. So, it's just one of those things, like, you really have to be self-driven and understand where mm-hmm. you're trying to navigate to. Like, you know, you can have the money, you can have the fame, you can have the life, you can have the followers. But my thing is, if yeah. you're not mm-hmm. mentally you there, you are. you're not going to get there. And it, it took me a while to get here, like, you know, but I know that I'm here and I'm standing. Like, ain't nobody going to take anything from me that I've worked hard for for like and that's 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 my self-awareness like making sure that you know keep mm, blooming reaching one more time. like i meant that because we are all right keep blooming recreating self like right. and i meant every word of it it's just one of those things you like you really have to make yourself known to what's your motive for yourself it's getting real in the field how do you celebrate mm. success with more success and don't forget to celebrate like i read something the other day celebrate the small wins like i oftentimes forget that like like dang like i achieved this like now i gotta go do this like no you you made it this far like celebrate it like it's definitely you know something that you made a goal for yourself and you not only did you achieve it, but you done it. Right. And now Do a light celebration. Pushing. A light celebration. <laughs> celebrate it just, I mean, have a glass of yeah, wine. Absolutely. Drink, like, cut shot. You know I mean, pats on the back. Just treat yourself. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, you know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't get no table at no club. Yeah. Don't do none of that. Nah, I don't, I don't think I've ever done that. Like, nah, that. Nah. Nah, not going to happen. <laughs> no, 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 no. I go get <laughs> You know what? I think it's crazy. Um, the other day, 
my homeboy was like, um, you go on to the liquor store. I really? hate to go on the liquor store, to be honest. Like, I've probably been on, I'm probably, I know I've been on the, I, I can't count I'll hand. go to the liquor store. No, I can't count on my hand. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. uh, there's one place I I'm going to go is the liquor store. Right? That's what's up. Yeah, one place I'm going to go is the liquor store. In the liquor store. I'm gonna make a song for real. I for know real. Right. In the liquor store. Right. In the liquor store. Okay, Shay, Shay. Featuring Shay Shay. Shay Shay going crazy on the track. All, All right. right. Don't hey. get me there now. Y'all know I say Reggie Freestyle. Let's see where you at with it. And then we're gonna get into Ooh. the motivational quote for the day. What's the motivational quote for the day? What's the motivational quote for the day? Winston Churchill's definition of success is the ability to move from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. Mm. 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 Okay, okay. Not, okay, you shake. Okay. Can I get a quote too? He's making me feel myself. Yeah. Okay, we got two okay. of them. All right. So, what Let's you think you become, on. what you feel you attract, what you imagine you create, and that's from Buddha. Mm, not Buddha, but Buddha. Buddha. That was deep. I like that one. That was pretty dope. It was a good chat, guys. What you We're so excited that you decided to listen to Carrie B. Real Spill. Please don't forget to share and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at Carrie B. Real Spill, and that's K E R I B S P I L L for personal interaction or the latest updates. Until next time. Ah. Uh.